0: Hey guys, so welcome, welcome to, should we say our new segment that we have for all y'all? We're discovering a new cave tonight. That's right. And what happened was we were doing, you know, as you know, the whole theme of of our podcast is the Fousey cave. And we currently have a Fousey cave of horrors, but we did a little bit of exploring in our own caverns. And we found that there were other possibilities. We other. discovered different caves. Yes. And we decided to open one of these caves. That's right. The Cave of Crimes. Tonight is a debut of the fauzy Cave of Crimes. And we're really excited to come forward with this because as you know, for all the people who've listened to the fauzy Cave of Horrors, we discuss mostly the paranormal. We discuss supernatural events. That's That's what we're focused on. But with the Fousey Cave of Crimes, we're going to be focusing on murders for the most part and all sorts of other violent acts throughout history. That's right. Yeah. Diving back in history, we're going to cover up different
1: eras, different period of times and talk about all these fucked up assassinations and murders. Some brutal events went down in
0: history and it's been forgotten for a while me and johnny boy here decided to dig it up yeah that's kind of what we and and that's really the most important part of it here we wanted to really dive into the past to forgotten places and forgotten lands and forgotten stories and look for some of these really gruesome stories of killings and assassinations from all different eras but definitely the things that have sort of gotten and, and that have been forgotten in the annals of history so we there are there are a couple of different eras that really interest us and for the sake of just being kind of concise what we want to do is we want to dedicate like oh not really seasonal but we want to make and make this sort of a series where we focus on different time periods piece by piece. So That's right. what we want to do for the next couple of episodes is focus on a time period that we were really interested in and we want to go into the Middle Ages. We're talking about the Middle Ages. We're
1: starting with this. It's uh, very interesting. We both love these things.
0: Our subject for this first episode is a very interesting character, actually. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Part of the reason why we decided to go with him is because, well, if you don't know, we live in Paris, France. That's right. Paris, France was, or not just Paris, but all of France played a big role during the medieval ages. And as I said before, middle ages or medieval ages, which whichever one you decide to call it. And we are talking specifically about a character from France that is really, really interesting, has a really interesting life. Yeah. And, in fact, reminds me of a lot of very famous characters from TV series, particularly Game of Thrones. And some of the events that occur are very similar to this. But he has a really interesting life. And, man, does his... (laughs) <laughs> he 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 his uh the the eventual conclusion of his story is wow it's yeah. really interesting. Well, so as you guys know from the title, it's John the Fearless. We're going to be talking today about John the Fearless. Let's just dive right in. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. So this is uh it's important to begin, I think, before we go into John the Fearless. Mm it's important to discuss that the time period we're looking at, because the Middle Ages is a period that starts, that lasts for a really long time. And there isn't a clear beginning or end to it. Lots of different historians will give you different time periods, but it's a time period that will last up until the late 14 to 1500s, and thereafter begins the Renaissance. That's actually interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, by the way, like, John here is doing the story mostly. I've read about it a little bit, but I'm going to be... I don't really know much. He's the one who's going to walk us through this adventure tonight.
0: Yeah, I'll be your... Uh, I'll kind of be the guy for this evening. Fauzi will probably take... Uh, he'll take the reins next week, so we're going to take turns on... The thing is, we both research this yeah but there's always going to be one guy that does the heavy research and there's one guy who's going to know the basics of the story (laughs) i guess that's fair yeah that's that's the way to put it yeah that's how we're doing this episode but that's going to change there's always going to be one guy that's sort of going to lead the conversation and lead the research Hmm. for the first one it's going to be me the next one it's going to be you you're not going to get away from your duties (laughs) of doing it (laughs) all right but um anywho so as we were saying before we're gonna go back in time like i said the medieval era it really lasts for hundreds of years there is no definitive beginning or end to it but generally speaking many people believe it to come to an end somewhere in the year 1500 or around that time period before the beginning of the renaissance this story begins yeah what year are you going to take us to tonight so this year it will all begin in the year 1371 on may 28th to be exact which is the birth of john the fearless but before we hop into that like i wanted to say before it's important to note that during this time period we are looking at the 100 years war and this is really important wow what what was that So the 100 Years War is a war that was waged between England and France. It was and it also involved a bunch of other countries. It didn't just involve these two places in particular. But around this time period, England was trying to seize power of the Kingdom of France. And there were plenty of mini wars that got that involved different countries around this time period. At the time, France wasn't exactly ruled by what there was a french king but there were different houses that had a lot of power and that so, was back in the 1300s this was uh, roughly the 1350s or 1360s that is when the 100 years war began and it lasted as by the title roughly 100 years really wow yeah so it's important to note Man, because it was brutal back in the time like
1: Wars last hundred years. Yeah, yeah, dude, That's these wars insane. lasted a really long
0: time, man. Like, like... generations could go live and die and war is still on. Oh, dude, it's crazy because especially during this whole situation, like, there were a couple of different people within this family that came and went during this war. So well, I could imagine. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because as I'm reading this, you start to see this in popular fiction today, particularly for anyone out there who's read Game of Thrones. You see these constant in Game of Thrones as these battles of houses. But this is real stuff. And if when you start to see this, you notice that there are really several houses that control the the power of an entire nation and they're fighting over. Who eventually gets to have complete power over the country, and then eventually, who knows, an entire empire, perhaps? But it's really a battle between different wealthy families. That's ultimately at the end of the day. This what's is very there. interesting because it's actually real
1: life stories. You know, this is actually history; it happened. You know, yeah, you're not just watching Game of
0: Thrones or any no. other series related. Yeah, and yeah. it's interesting too because a lot of I'm mean, not to get too off topic here, but you know, most people say that Game of Thrones was inspired by the War of the Roses, which was something else in history not actually not that uh, far apart from this but you know i mean at the end of the day all these either fantasy novels or you know fictional books that we read a lot of them most of them are heavily inspired as you might imagine by mm. history so anywho let's get into it do it so john the fearless
1: he was born in- i love his name i i, I just want to put that out there it's like uh, john the
0: fearless he certainly was fearless <laughs> so, not always a, not always in his best interest sometimes it works against him but definitely a fearless guy he definitely is a very fearless uh, dude i right. gonna find at out that's at least like here in that title hopefully yeah but he's born in uh in the city of dijon and oh that french city yeah yeah, yeah. and on may 28 1371 his father is philip the bold Mm. So his what father, a beautiful names. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is cool for the most part. <laughs> Although it's kind of, I mean, it it'll get <laughs> the names get a little less cool later. I mean, yeah, not necessarily cool, yeah. but less badass. Like, yeah, like, oh, my name is Philip the whatever. It's yeah. it's gonna. Well, if you're gonna, your name is gonna be John the Fearless, your dad better had a cooler name. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so going back to John, this is the time before he was John the Fearless. He was uh, his uh, his well his name in French is Jean. His name wasn't John. We say John because this is the English version. But what happened was he was born in 1371, and he's born into the Burgundy family, which at the time was like super powerful. Like these motherfuckers are really really influential within France, mm. and I believe they were one of the most powerful families in the entire in the entire empire. Financially as well as well. Yeah, they were really strong. They were really strong. Was he Rece- around the age of thirteen or fourteen? He receives the title uh of of a count. He becomes the count of Nevers. And he was thirteen. Yeah, he was thirteen. So he gets that when he's like thirteen, fourteen, give or take, in the year thirteen eighty four. But what ends up happening is he just gives it to his brother because he doesn't want that shit. <laughs> like wow, he's just like I don't want it. Just give it to my brother Philip. So he gives Badass. he gives the title over to his brother because he I guess he doesn't want it. I actually couldn't find information as to why he gave up that title of count, but he just didn't. I guess, you know, they handed it over to his brother, Philip, because he just didn't want it. So a year later, when he's about 14 or 15, he gets married, you know, because in this time period, you know, these motherfuckers are getting married young. Like he these. was like, he got married when he was like 14. Yeah, he was like 14, 15 years old. God damn. Yeah, he was already married off. But remember that the reason for a lot of this is political. Well, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. it's, it's important. So they marry him off, right? The Burgundy family marries him off to Margaret of Bavaria, who was another really powerful family. And the reason he mostly gets married is because they want to increase John's influence in the Low Countries. So, for people that don't know the Low Countries... The, what that means? The Low Countries are at the... I mean, this... At the time, it is what currently we call the Netherlands, uh, oh, Belgium... And what, Like, like they area. were like poor? Is that what they call them? Low? Or what? Uh, I That's a good question. I believe it has something to do with the fact that, yeah, they weren't like powerful empires yet. Oh, okay. So, they were territories, but they didn't have... Um, You know, they didn't have, they were controlled by other larger empires. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they take, uh, so the reason for this marriage for the most part was so that John could have some type of power over these territories. And that was kind of the move back in these days, man. Like all these people, really, they are, everything is a political power move. You know, Mm -hmm, everything mm -hmm. these guys are doing is just to increase their influence. Yeah, basically. To have more power. So they marry him off. He eventually uh he eventually they marry off his sister as well. So John the Fearless's sister also gets uh she also gets married. Mm. And around this time what ends up happening is that he also starts to help out in wars so as he starts to become a teenager probably around the age of 16 17 he starts to get a little older he starts to help out the hungary for example when hungary waged war against the ottoman empire and this is really important because this will give us some insight into fearless why he got this name so interesting Homeboy over here decides to help out during during a war against the Ottoman Empire and the Sultan Bayezid I. Oh, that was the time when they were fighting against the Ottoman Empire? Yeah, they were at war with them too. Mm. so the french were helping the hungarians and john the fearless at the time just john went down there or i guess he was john uh the the whatever yeah, the son, son of, of yeah. whatever he was called he goes down there and he performs really well in the battle of nicopolis in and the he was like teenager At this time, it was 1396, which means he was roughly 24, 25. Oh, that's a beautiful age. Yeah, Yeah, all right. I guess he was like around at this point. Now, this is like he's been married for 10 years. He's been trained well. Yes, probably. And and he's roughly in his early 20s, 23, 24. So and on September 25th, 1396, he goes out there and he fights a really good fight against these Ottomans and he, he beats he fights, their ass. He fights in a battlefield like yeah. legit like jet one. Well, this is important. A battle. Well, this is important because what happens is he goes out there and supposedly he fought with so much enthusiasm and so much bravery that he gets some he gets the name in French, sans peur. That means fearless. Fearless. So they said, yo, this dude went out there and he fucking killed it so bad. He was out there just slicing dudes up that they were like, we're gonna call him John the Fearless. And that's where he gets his name. That's really interesting. But if y'all remember when I said about 10 minutes ago, I also mentioned that he was a bit reckless as well. So that's when he started getting his repetition, I guess that was the Ass. that was the moment he can't yeah people were like wow this dude's a badass uh, you know because he went out there and he fought valiantly and yeah. people were really impressed by his bravery and that's where he gets his name but this is really why the name is even more powerful because what happened was like i said his bravery leads to recklessness what ends up happening is he fights really brave But he ends up getting captured by the Ottomans. Such a cliche. (laughs) (laughs) He gets captured by them. And they held him hostage until the following year whoa he was captured for a whole year no no like less than a full year but he was like it's it was a while until the following and they year didn't chop him off because they know he's the son of a king right so they held him hostage and what they did is like the 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 kingdom of burgundy had to pay an enormous ransom just to set him free well duh because he's like the fucking count that not actually not really but well no but he is supposed to be one of the most he's he's gonna be the next leader of this family that is so he
1: was he was the older brother in the family
0: yeah Right. No, he had an older brother, but he was he was not in the picture to be okay, the successor. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah,
0: that happened. He was not. He there was. Yeah. So he was like it's supposed to. He was not really being considered for it. I think John was getting groomed to be the guy, especially because they were sending him off to wars. Yeah, and, and he was performing very well. Right. So and you know the thing is like those are stories that they get they bring them back to the villagers, and then the villagers are like, "Wow, this guy's really powerful, and he's going out there and winning wars." Go, John the Fearless. You know, yeah, I mean? like they, yeah. they they go for him. Yeah. So, what happened is okay. So, so the the House of Burgundy pays a shitload of money. They're mm. like, here, just take this money and please set him free. And he returns eventually to uh, to Burgundy. And in fourteen o four, he finally gets his promotion to become the Duke of Burgundy when his father philip the bold dies okay so when he comes back when they bring him back his father passed away yeah his father was already i guess sickly and his father dies so his father passes away philip the bold and at that point, they're like, "Okay, dude, you're next. You're the guy who's gonna run the house. You're you run the house of Burgundy." That's well, I, I guess he, he already has a repetition. And if you really think about it, this dude just came back from a war. Or no, this was like a few years afterwards, but he had won this big war. Yeah, he was a hostage. He was held hostage survived and he and survived shit. it. So they were like respect, you uh, know. Mm. <laughs> they were like, "This is this guy deserves it." So he he was like the king, the new king when he was in his 20s still. At this point, probably, like, this is 1404. He was probably 32, 31. <gasps> All, All right. right. Okay. So that's when he was, yeah. Duke, but he wasn't king. He was Duke. So he ruled the family that he was a part of, but he wasn't the king. Uh-huh. Of, the, of France, he wasn't the king of France. Oh, and we're okay, going to okay. get into that in a little bit because right. this is where things get really interesting with our friend uh john the fearless but he is the duke of burgundy and like we said before the house of burgundy is one of the most powerful homes in the entire country these motherfuckers like and they're yeah, very yeah. important to yeah. france at this time period so what they you know their decisions and their their influence is really big in what happens so this is where things get really fucking interesting so he comes into power and turns out that john is not only fearless in the battlefield, but he's also fearless when it comes to politics. Like, this guy wants all of it. This guy wants power. This guy wow, really well, wants to become, like, a really. top dude. So, John is thinking at, he's looking at his, um, you know, he's looking at the competition, right? Because, at the time, what happened is that the king of France was Charles VI. Mm. And Charles VI... Is rapidly getting older and rapidly going fucking crazy. Man, which one was that? There was like five Charles. There's a lot. It's very confusing. But this is Charles VI. It's the one who went crazy? Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, wink, wink, Game of Thrones, The Mad King, wink, wink. You know, Uh, I'm not really too sure if that's what it's inspired by, but it it reminded me of that. He's one of them. Yeah. Okay, so... At that time, Charles VI was was the king of France. Yeah, he was the top dude. He yeah. ruled the shit. But All what right. happened was, he was getting demented. Mm. And honestly, bro, I don't think he was really going crazy. I think he was just old and senile. But you know, people back then, they didn't know that old people just kind of got a little... You right, know? right. So they were like, he's going mad! right? You know, but in reality, he was just senile or something. But in, in any ways, he could no longer perform his duties that well as a king, especially considering France's at war with England, and they need a, a competent leader and a competent king to be able to combat the English. So he's really not in his full faculties. So what happens? Mm. John the Fearless thinking to himself, "Okay, Charles VI, he's looking a little weak. Maybe it's time for me to kind of like put my foot in there and try to get myself on the throne. Right? It's my what turn. Sneaky. Yeah, he wants to get in there, but." There's another house. Oh, another powerful house playing the game. Oh, yes. Yes, my friend, because we talked about the House of Burgundy. But now we're going to talk about the House of Orleans. Or if we say in French, the House of Orleans. So beautiful names, beautiful stuff. Yeah. So it's a now we go to the House of Orleans. Right. And they're the other powerful house. And who is the head of the House of Orleans? It's Louis the I. Which one was that? <laughs> There's a bunch of those, too. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. So, he was... It's a young dude, or was he... You mean, like... He was a father? Louis the First was probably As, around the age I'm not sure what his exact age was, but he was probably around the age of John the Fearless. He was already all right, he was so a like, man. Yeah, okay, so we're around the same age. Yeah, like he wasn't. He was, wasn't, like he was probably house, like yeah. in his late twenties, early thirties, he see. was married. Here is the thing about Louis I. Louis I, also very influential. So now John the Fearless is thinking, okay, we're going to do some House of Burgundy versus House of Orleans. It's going to be between these two families. We're going to figure out who gets to be at the top. There's a problem though. The problem is that John the Fearless has no relationship with Charles VI at all they're not he's not really right. he's not so, close uh, with John with Charles VI at just all just a powerful house on their own yeah but he has no relationship with this guy so he's at a disadvantage because here's where things but get But re- uh, here listen this is where things get interesting uh, Louis the 1st is closer to Charles VI but it gets better Louis the 1st is married all right just but, well okay. Louis the 1st is married but guess what Guess what? He's married. But Charles VI has a wife. And Charles VI is going a little crazy, so he's not really spending too much time with his wife, if you get what I'm saying. Oh, no. So it turns out that Louis I, was banging the king's wife the entire time? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, I Louis love it. I was... This shit was real, guys. Dude, this shit has happened. Dude, Louis the First was banging the motherfucker's wife the uh, whole time. The king, time. Yeah. The wife, the king. Yeah, so he was sleeping with the queen, uh, and I love because it. of that, John the Fearless knew that he was at a disadvantage because. So it, that was known. And John yeah. Fearless
1: was able to get he his knew hands that. on he that this information. He knew that. I see. So that's why
0: he was like, all I'm right, um, I'm, um, you know, he wasn't he was far away still from the game. Yeah, so he realized that Louis the 1st had an advantage over him. Obviously, because if but he I mean, Louis was getting closer to winning the throne than him. I mean, still that's
1: like, you know, he's banging the king's wife. Like how is he going to I mean, unless the king
0: dies. Yeah. That's, you know, that's... But the thing is... Bears and shit. Right. But the thing is... I guess you know how these houses work that they probably were like okay you know what we're gonna do we're just gonna poison charles the you know stick some shit in his drinks Why he's not? old and crazy we're <laughs> like well fucking say he killed himself he's crazy right we'll just th- throw him off a cliff and say he committed suicide i mean he's crazy anyways typical who's gonna believe it and then the wife is gonna elect louis the first because she's the queen and louis the first is already banging her so she loves him so it's like so now john the fearless is freaking out because he realizes this is all gonna happen and i'm not gonna get my spot as the king but why does it why does it bother him like he wanted to be the
1: king so that's a part of his fearlessness that he was greedy for
0: the throne right when he got that power he's like i want to aim for the throne yeah but this is the thing so now john the fearless starts to put his plan into action to try to defeat louis the first who's his mortal enemy so they became enemies right away. Yeah, so what he tries to do is he tries to say that, you know, he tries to use the adultery thing. The fact that he starts to spread information that Louis I is, is, is fucking Charles VI's wife. <laughs> so he's like, Louis I is a man whore. He's cheating. He's fucking the queen. He's fucking the queen to try to create instability. It doesn't seem to work that well. So what ends up happening is a couple years pass by. He is obviously unhappy with the situation. Charles VI is still kind of going along. But um, what happens is that this, the tension between these two families gets worse. The family of Burgundy, I mean the House of Burgundy and the House of Orleans starts to really get, uh, this, the, the tension starts to really build so you know there's all sorts of attempts being made from one side to the other side to try to get these families like like it's just it's starting to really get bad because it's really between these two to see who's going to get the throne and eventually what occurs is that in the year it is uh, november 20th of 1407 and what's interesting is that I believe that John the Fearless actually was trying to declare some type of truce. He was basically saying like, hey, Louis, we're, Come on. we're good. Don't worry about it. Okay. Like enough with the fighting, kid. Let's just be friends. Let's just kind of keep, let's just, you know, was water he under the a bridge. bastard? Check this out. So after he does this little like, hey, dude, we're cool. No problem here. And Louis was like, all right. Yeah, Louis accepts. November 20th, 1407. So this is, you know, I think like maybe a few years since, uh, years maybe after. maybe two or three years after, you know, the after whole after the truth after after you know John decides he's gonna you know fucking try to go to war with this guy to kill him off. Well, what happens is, like I said, on uh, sorry on on November twenty third. I apologize. November twenty third, fourteen oh seven. Louis the first happens to be in Paris, in a street called Rue de Vie. Which Just is, chilling. yeah, hanging out with his people, whatever, and he is brutally assassinated. What? They run up on this dude, they stab him a shitload of times, and they no. kill him. They kill him on the streets. Damn, I really liked him. Yep. <laughs> Why? Because he's banging the yeah. king's. <laughs> <by>. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like because he was like I mean, sneaky, deaky, getting but, like, some double. Dipping. I mean,
1: like he didn't sound like a bad, like a, like an asshole. I mean, like John the Fearless. All oh, right, he's a badass, but like. He's apparently like a greedy son of a bitch. Yeah, he's kind of
0: like, he's really Security kind of like, powerful. he's a little rich. bit of a little finger of this, of this world, uh, you know, he's kind of like the sneaky 2 time. I mean,
1: like, we don't know. They don't say if it's John the Fearless
0: who killed Louis, but, but I he was mean, assassinated I mean, in Paris. But I mean, people were like, oh, they were like, it's got to be this guy. Who else and they is were on the be? truth. Sort of. Yeah. Oh, but he just did it to let the guy's guard down so he could go in and kill him. Okay, so Louis is out of the picture right yeah. now. So he kills Louis and yeah, Louis is out of the picture. But things get a little complicated, right? Because Charles is still alive. Charles is the king is still He's still there. Oh, the crazy motherfucker is right. still alive. And what happened was uh, from there, and you know what? It's kind of like interesting because you know, we, you know, being in Paris too, you know, when I found out the street where this guy was murdered, like that's a popular street in the center of Paris, and in fact, you could go there to this day. And I remember seeing the street all the time. It's like a little street, and you'll just be like, "Damn, bro! Like these motherfuckers were killing each other like right there, right you know? on the street, like just stabbing each other away." It's kind of weird when you when you kind of see it from the perspective that you live here a little bit to this times yeah and it's funny because the street still looks like crap but (laughs) 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 it's not like (laughs) that is true yeah Yeah. so anywho getting back Ah. to getting back to the story uh so after that happens louis gets he that happens louis uh sorry not louis uh john is he gets like the moment this happens the House of Orleans, like they start yelling his name out, like "Fine, John the Fearless, kill this son of a bitch!" Oh, they were accusing him, like yeah, yeah like immediately they were like, "It's this motherfucker." Okay, so like all it's right. gotta be him. Yeah. So they start like you know, so he has to run away and all this shit. What ends up happening is that the next guy in line for the power, or for for uh, the power of the House of Orleans, is the what they call the Dauphin. Which I'm gonna explain a little bit what that means. That pronounce another house? No, no, no. The House of Orleans. I'll I'll explain. The House of Orleans has this position called the Dauphin or the Dauphin in French. And what happens is um, the the Dauphin basically translates to the heir. So Um. the Dauphin at the time, the heir to the throne was he was the um, he was the nephew of louis the first and at the time the nephew was only 14. so you must think like imagine your uncle gets brutally assassinated so he is sort of the most powerful person in line for the throne but he's just a kid but he's a kid so john realizing that this yeah yeah and john the fearless was like you know what (sighs) since he's a little kid i'm gonna try to butter him up a little bit so he won't kill me so he goes up to him and he's like, hey, listen, let's declare a truce. I'm, I, the only reason I killed your uncle was because your uncle was banging the wife of the king. And that bothered me. It's not so because he of admitted you. to this thing. Like, so he, was he like, yeah. sort of says, like, look, listen, I, you got to understand where I'm coming from here. Blah, 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 blah. And, and then like, the do- and then Dauphin is sort of like he's a young kid, so he's like, all right, Mister, sure, why not? Let's. I don't know. This kid is a child, so he really doesn't know what. And he to was do. already like put in charge of everything, and like here, deal with this shit. Yeah. Now, to be fair, there are of course people above him that really are probably. But telling he him was what to like do. the heir. But he's the, he's the heir. That's yeah. what. That's the literal definition of the word Dauphin. Dauphin. That's what that mm. means. That means. You are the guy who is the heir to the throne. So, he's important to the story. Please remember the Dauphin. He is a very important guy here. So, eventually, John the Fearless being the older man now. He's probably in his mid-30s. He's like, look, kid, let's just call a truce. I'm sorry for what happened. But, you know, don't forget, we're fighting the English and we need to band together to fight against those guys
1: right because now it's like you come in like a
0: more of a civil war or like houses between houses exactly so right. it's uh it's a civil war but at the end of the day the english are still there yeah and the war yeah. of the hundred years war which is the Real really important shit. one and that shit is still happening that's not going nowhere you know That's like, you know, the Battle of Winterfell. Like, hey, we could have these fights with all these houses, but the White Walkers are coming, baby. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. So, anywho, you know, things get worse with, uh, with the Hundred Years' War. And what happens is that the House of Orleans is financially not doing too well so the house of orleans is really really struggling financially and deep down inside they're still fucking pissed they're pissed bro like they're really not they're not they're not happy let's put it that way well i mean their son just got killed they're they're the head guy of the family got murdered yeah just a while just a little while ago by john the fearless so they still have a grudge they still have a grudge that they're not talking about. It's normal. Exactly. So the House of Orleans realizing that they're at a bit of a disadvantage. They uh, they realize that they need some financial help. So they go to a man named Bernard the Seventh, the Count of Armagnac. Or, I'm sorry, Armagnac. Yeah, no, the Count of Armagnac. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, that's the guy's name. He okay. Is, and they is basically he? say, like, hey um do you mind if you help us out a little bit here like can you help us out financially we can and maybe who's do that like a union and bernard the seventh was a really wealthy dude he was a count A count is basically like yeah the, he's like a really rich guy
1: yeah kind of yeah.
0: like count dracula it's a guy who owns a massive estate usually it's an extremely wealthy person who is connected to royalty and shit like that so they went to him for help correct They went to him for help and they decided to create sort of a liaison, a connection between the House of Orleans and the House of Armagnac. And at the time, that sort of reinforced the power between the Orleans family. They got to have a little bit, you know, it kind of helped them out financially, you know, and that creates a civil war because what happened is now that the orleans family has all this power again right. and now that they have a more people and they have all this like these reinforcements that launches something called the armagnac burgundian civil war that's a, that's a strange name yeah well Burga- burgundian being you know uh being burgundy burgundy and then armagnac which is now the new name of the orleans family because they had to give up their name by the way because like, they joined that big guy yeah like like bernard this armagnac guy was like nah listen if you're, <laughs> if you're i'm gonna give you money we're there's no more orleans here it's mine I'm, it's it's my now yeah Natal. you know like you gotta e. this is my this is my shit. so in any case the armagnac faction now the Orleans-Armagnac people go to war with, the, with Burgundy. So this guy just chipped in for, like, no absolute reason? He's just like, all right, let me, let me spice shit up and, like... Well, yeah, maybe no reason, but, of course, let's think. Politically speaking, he probably thought, look... I'm getting closer to the throne I'm as well. I'm getting closer to the throne. God damn, That's what a right. game. Right, and also, actually, it's even more important than that, and it will involve our friend, Le Dauphin. The, dof, the dolphin, uh, yeah. will, the, he, the boy will come back because remember he gets older. He's fourteen at the time. But things are happening around. But him. things get spicy. Yeah. He gets a little older, and anyways, he'll come back into the picture. Yeah. All right. So, so they start that fucking civil. So war. So the war, the civil war begins. It's really bloody. People start dying back and forth. It gets oh, really bad. Fucking hell. And as this is as this is all really going down, everyone's like, look, this is like. You know there's first of all there's a battle to be fought against the english and you two are fucking killing each other over here like what's going on so it gets really bad and a lot of people die as you can imagine yeah there's uh actually there's a couple of reasons why there was a a war that was waged between these two houses but again we're sticking with john the fearless here this is the you know let's focus on him that that killing of louis the first was really a major that was a major, major reason for this. Yeah, you know? I can imagine. And because yeah. you would imagine lots of debts are going down. It's not looking good for France in general because, you know.
1: Yeah, because they just got in a fucking civil war where everybody else is like, you know, fighting. Like the English m- must, be, must be laughing at them. <laughs> if they yeah. heard about this, probably like
0: news went out of the fucking thing. Well, what's very interesting is that the British actually wanted to get involved in the politics too. So the British are not so much like, yeah, let's just stand back and watch these idiots kill each other and then we'll just swoop in. They were actually looking for an alliance with whoever the victor of those families was. I think they were playing those tactics. They were like, let's see who we can choose and then that person we will just like, we'll like band together with them and then take them over and then Ah. we'll just win. We'll give them candy. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> <laughs> we'll just sit and back, slip in their pants. That's right. It's like let's just sit back, you know, and we'll just like wait for them to. Uh, we'll just wait for them to, to sort of take over, sort things out. Yeah. So, okay. Getting back to it. Getting back to uh, the import- the our our protagonist John the Fearless. John is actually still kind of a valiant hero, and believe it or not, a hero to the people. He actually has a really good reputation. At the time around these, uh, when these battles are taking place and everything like that, beside his sneakiness, he was people loved him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's like part sneaky bastard, but he's also kind of a valiant hero where he like fights quite well, and the people respect him. He's like, bitches, suck it up. I'm awesome. Yeah, he's kind of like, you know, they love me. You know, he's a little he's a little cruel and and definitely not the best guy in the world, but at the same time, he's uh you know, he's he's not that, you know, he's he's all right. He's he's actually loved by by the people. Now, a big reason why this is is what I'm about to explain. What ends up happening is that John the Fearless he decides, you know, he during this entire battle, he plays an important role because the British basically make him like an offer, sort of, and they say to him, Look, dude, here's what's gonna happen. You can sort of like find a way where you can ally yourself with us. And if you do that, we won't go to war with you as much, and then you can open. You know, the House of Burgundy will align itself with England. And... Oh, so they went to him. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, uh, yeah, why not? He's like, he has a name already, and people love
0: him. Right. Basically, he decides. He decides that in between the civil war, he could just side with the English, and he, I guess that just makes him the automatic winner. At the same time, he would, of course, betray his own people. Right. Because if he's the heard. French would be like, what yeah. the hell, dude? You're like yeah. one of the most powerful homes and you're just going to go ally. But what happens is, John the Fearless is also John the Loyal. Okay. Because he says, fuck that shit. I'm sticking <laughs> with my people. We're not doing that. And he decides that he's going to stay with the people of France. And he's not going to ally himself with England. So it's kind of really important. And it's it's kind of like, all right, like everyone's congratulating him. Like, wow, this guy, you know, he's stuck in there. He fucking, he's got a little more loyalty than we thought. Right, because they heard about the
1: deal and they're like, he's like, no, I reject it. So he he grew bigger
0: in the eyes of his people. Right. So this is the thing about John, John the Fearless. He's kind of like you know, and one minute he's like this brave guy. He's like fuck the British, we're the French, we're not gonna bow down to nobody. But then, he what happens is that he decides that for there's this massive battle in the year fourteen fifteen called the Battle of Agincourt. But a- Beautiful metal band name. <laughs> it is right. Like imagine like da 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 da, da 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 aging core. It's actually pretty badass. It's it also a beautiful sounds like name. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a French name, which I'm not gonna pronounce in French because then it sounds like I'm a dick. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it in a French accent. But he. In, so in 1415, there's a big battle. The Armagnacs have to go to war, and John the Fearless is like, hey. I'm going to join you guys. I know we hate each other and we've been, you know, in our own little civil war, but we're going to band together we're fighting and we're going to fight in this battle enemy. together. We have to join because at the end of the day, we're both French. We might be from different homes, I but wh- we got to fight those bloody Brits. I British hope folk. he actually meant that, you know, because
1: if he really meant that, that that makes him the better guy. Well,
0: Weird. actually it doesn't When the battle like begins. <laughs> when the battle begins. It's supposed to be a battle between two armies against the British, right? It's it's supposed to be the Armagnacs and it's supposed to be... The, the Burgundies, the, the burgundy people Aligning together for that battle <laughs> But the burgundy people never fucking show up No They show up like fucking super late <laughs> Are you serious? Like they barely showed up to the fight oh like, my These God. motherfuckers barely showed up to the thing They failed so... on their fucking <laughs> so... Oh no So It's like the majority of the casualties Are <laughs> people And they were fucking getting raped In the battlefield <laughs> so They are getting ass- fucked by these fucking guys. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. And <laughs> they stood them up. And, the, and John the Fearless is John the Troll. Like this guy is just, <laughs> like he's just not. That's his real name. Dude he didn't like he, they they weren't even. Wow that's they were, actually very smart. They, if, they, they were not even in this battle. So in fact sneaky bitch. Yeah so he was like don't worry guys will be there and then they didn't show up. So actually, what's actually, 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 it is. It he did lose some people though, but he yeah, because he, he showed up eventually, and he yeah, battle. and what happened is, um, Antoine, his brother Antoine, the Duke of Brabant, which was a little a little family, he died, and remember, oh. remember his brother Philip, remember yeah, his brother yeah. Philip who got the title of the yeah, Count of yeah, Nevers, yeah. he dies as well. Whoa! this is weird, bro. Yeah, they get killed in the battle. Both of his brothers get killed. Both of his
1: brothers get killed. But John survives. I wonder what that has to do, like, if that has to do anything with him. Because, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be surprised after all the fucking sneaky shit
0: he's been pulling off. Right. So, it's sort of like, now things are hot again. Because now the armed are like, what the fuck? You, You didn't show up to this fight. A bunch of us died. And by the way, the French lost the battle like they lost the battle of aging corps like they didn't win the battle either i guess so yeah, they that's... so so yeah so at the same time now if you want to get i mean again i'm not enough of a historian to know this but i'm thinking to myself wait a minute what if the british were in on the whole thing the entire time and they were like why don't you pretend like you're gonna ally yourself with the armagnacs pretend to fight us but like- and then never show up to the fight and then we win you know, so I'm thinking. But like people what if, like died, and like close right. people died from yeah, these Yeah, but tops. I mean, yeah, but you know, like, yeah, he yeah. lost his brothers. But you know, back I mean, in I those wouldn't be surprised
1: because like they already have connections. Like they, they the, the British already were talking to him at the at the at that point, and he rejected their offer in public. Yeah, but we don't know what's been going on behind right. the curtains. Right.
0: Right. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know some of the juicy stuff that was occurring behind the scenes. Mm. You know, so. So the Here we are lose the battle. The, yeah, the French lose the fight in general. And the tension between these houses could not be any fucking worse at this point. And right. now it's the year 1419. And it's July 8th. And John the Fearless decides to meet with our good friend, the Dauphin, who now is grown-up. no longer a 14-year-old boy. It's, I think, been eight years. So now he's like 20, 21. And now he's... You know, it's a little time older. to fucking... The, the boy's cooked right now. He's ready to, uh, to serve. Right. So he's older now. He's been fucking pissed because his uncle got murdered like some 15 years before right. or whatever and it he, was. He's, so he's in lead now. Yeah, now he's leading. So right. now he's angry. So what ends up happening is they, they decided to meet each other. They met each other on July 8th, 1419 in puy le which I've never, I don't know where that is, but they met up on July 8th and July 11th, and basically, they just had a reconciliation. So John the Fearless and the Dauphin meet each other to have a conversation, and they're kind of like, look, I know we've hated each other for a long time. Let's just call it peace. Let's just try to bury everything. Really? Yeah. But, (laughs) well, anyways, they meet up, they, they they reconciliate, and then they celebrate in Paris. They throw, like, a big fucking party. boop boo, Like, drunk, you know, alcohol, orgies. women, orgies.
1: <laughs> Bring more
0: wine! Like, they just throw, like, a big, you know, celebration. But if you've ever followed these stories, it Did always Did someone ends end bad. up getting poisoned? Please, no. No, there's no sort of red wedding situation. Okay. <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> Not yet. All right. But what happens is that the celebration gets delayed by an attack by the british who are like hey remember we won we beat you in the last battle fuck you so they're like nah fuck that so they attack and they fight throughout the seine river uh, which reaches all the way to poissy Whoa. which for people that don't know poissy is like a city very close to paris it's actually in so the it's northern a big part battle so there's like a big battle there's like a, some fighting going on as the british are starting to storm the like they're getting you know they're starting to pour in what and, a shit show and they haven't done so because remember up until this point john the fearless decided not to ally with the british supposedly right yeah he said he wouldn't do it yeah so uh, at this time when the situation happens that you see that the British are arriving in Paris and they're getting closer to Poissy and they're getting closer to the city uh, The Duke of Burgundy he decides to evacuate his family So he moves his entire royal family to the east to like some village somewhere so they won't get fucking murdered to death, you know by By like British raiders and 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 shit like that so finally the weeks pass and you would think okay the situation between these two families has finally come to an end right i mean so they, they had one more battle and they
1: like you know they were like all right let's take a break a few more weeks passes they were still fighting
0: at this point Who? the houses they yeah but i mean now the biggest concern is the fact that the british, british are like fucking yeah. arriving yeah so you know the idea is okay the british are here we can't fight each other whatever This was in July, like I told you. That's when the meeting happened and they were going to celebrate and throw a big giant orgy. But then the British came and fucked everything up. So what happens is, finally, in the beginning of the fall, on September 10th, 1419, John the Fearless and the Dauphin meet again at a bridge. They meet in the bridge of Montero. That's interesting. uh, I don't know where the heck this bridge. It's Oh, it's actually by the sun. I didn't know that so they meet by the Seine on a bridge and hang out at the bridge here we go so what happens is they decided to meet for a meeting at the bridge which is like first of all like who has a meeting by a bridge you know a little weird so maybe the weather was nice (laughs) September 10th you know like it wasn't raining they're like changing the leaves take a hike on the horses yeah. Let's go play water polo or whatever people <laughs> did in 13 or 1419. All, right, all right, Tell me what okay, happened. Okay, so September 10th comes around, they meet at the at this bridge, right? The idea was this. The idea was John the Fearless is to arrive with 10 men and the Dauphin is to arrive with 10 of his men. That's it. Mm. In order to ensure that, that things would be fair, they bring in carpenters to make sure they kept their words. No. What they're going to do is they bring in these carpenters and they say, we're going to build two doors at the entrance of both sides of the bridge so that nobody (laughs) could enter. Just the two of you and your and your men entered. To That's find too much to
1: work for a fucking meeting. I know. Obviously, no one trusted anybody. I'm like, like dude, why you hired... even bother?
0: <laughs> Bro, wait a minute. I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. You're telling me you hired carpenters <laughs> to come all the way here to build two giant wall doors to block a bridge so these two like king dukes can just talk. Like, what the... Anyways, whatever. I mean, you know, these guys are so powerful. It's like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> they do whatever they say. I mean...
1: Probably one of them suggested that the wall thing. And the other one was like, all right,
0: do the same. Yeah. <laughs> build a wall. And <laughs> in, in build the wall. <laughs> so, okay, listen. So, what happens is, they the carpenters come. They build these two giant doors poor carpenters <laughs> <laughs> in comes the dauphin his 10 men in comes john the fearless and his 10 men right they both meet and then what happens is that john the fearless gets on his knees to sort of say my you know my lord or to show respect to the dauphin yeah because he's like he was a bigger, like, more powerful, right?
1: Because he's closer to the to the throne. That's right.
0: So the Dauphin's a little closer, despite the fact that he is the nephew of the guy who got right. murdered. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So John still has to show him that respect a little bit. Mm. And he gets on his knees to sort of to sort of say, like, my lord or my grace still or one of these sneak, things. Yeah. So what happens is, for some reason the dauphin uh, sorry john the fearless decides to touch the hilt of the sword of the dauphin as a sign of respect like he decides to put his hands on the sword and the dauphin says you dare touch the hilt of the dauphin and before you know it one of the men behind the dauphin Comes out with an axe and he fucking crushes no. John no. the Fearless' his skull in what? half. John, they attacked John the Fearless when he was on his knees? Yes. Not like that, dude. John the Fearless is on his knees. He touches the hilt. The Dauphin says, "You dare touch the hilt of the of the Dauphin?" A man comes from behind with an axe and crushes. What? Like you mean one
1: of the men he brought with him?
0: Yeah, one of the one of the Uh, one of his confidants. What the fuck? Cracks him in the skull. Fucking. Check this out. It gets even better they what? start they oh. start yelling kill 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 so the the, the the dauphin so they start fucking going crazy right so now it's 10 against 10. but you would be wrong because guess what the dauphin did what well, turns out that the door He's on this out- side of the bridge was never locked so he's got his legion behind the fucking door. So the legion storms in through the open door, but the other legion for John the Fearless was is locked, locked outside and they brutalize everyone and they chop all their heads off and it gets even better because guess what? So he basically fl- planned this thing. This fucking kid was like, I'm taking revenge for my he, This mother, my planned it the entire time and you know what? It gets better. That's weird. So check this out. When Louis the first was assassinated Yeah John the fearless asked his men to chop off his right hand Motherfucker So The Dauphin 12 years later He's got He's got um He's got John the fearless He's got him on the floor This guy has an axe through his skull He's dead He's fucking bleeding out His guts are spilling everywhere He tells his men And he tells his men Chop off his right hand Wow, and they chop off his right hand. Wow. Yep.
1: Wow, probably like the hand with the ring and like the, all the fucking authority he had. It's crazy. This and, is crazy. Like poor I mean like I don't know. I liked him, you know, but that was that was that was sneaky in a way. Like you would have thought that John the Fearless would know
0: such moves or like he would have expected such things you know but he he trusted the kid yeah i think he thought the kid was never gonna you know the kid acted maybe sheepish enough and he was like nah this kid's not gonna do nothing and he was like i mean you don't well uh you
1: don't know maybe he was planning to do the same thing but that kid was a step ahead of him yeah
0: that's insane cut off his hand what a fucking end murder his men and that's the end of john the fearless wow yeah assassinated right through his face yep they immediately cracked him right in between his eyes with an axe but here's where it gets so the consequences of his death were actually really big because after he dies the people start raging no what happens is the successor to john the fearless is philip the good Oh, Philip the Good. Yeah, the problem with Philip the Good is he has a very different stance when it comes to the English as John the Fearless. And he decides that he's going to ally himself with the British. So even though John so I, the, I John know, John the Fearless that's is true. dead, Philip the Good decides that he's going to ally himself with the British. And in fact, everybody knew that would happen. And in fact, when the Dauphin killed John the Fearless, everyone said, you just opened the gates to the British. Because the one thing that was keeping the gates closed from was them John storming the us was John the Fearless. And you just killed him. And now they're going to storm us. So it, the consequences were pretty massive, actually, for the death of this guy. And that's kind of what... That was a big turning point for the Hundred Years' War. You know? What a story. And there was... Uh, yeah, that led to treaties. The fam- the Armagnac family also had a, big, uh, had a big say in all of this. You know... Um, yeah I mean actually the, the, the John the death of John the Fearless gave the crown of France to Henry V of England. That happened eventually. That's that happened what, what it end. leads to because eventually Philip the good's like, oh, I'm a bitch just I know it was it. soft yeah <laughs> John the Good. So uh, so yeah, eventually the crown of France goes to Henry V momentarily uh, and boy, oh boy the consequences and you know it's kind of interesting to see how history takes over but john the fearless dude a fucking badass he he kind of was a uh, kind of a manipulative bastard but i guess that comes with the territory in these times and, right yeah you know these time periods people are savages man people are crazy you know but it, it he meets a horrific end at a bridge you I know yes yeah and dies at the hands of the boy that uh he thought was always on his side that was easy to manipulate but he was wrong and i mean like he, uh, you live by the sword and you die by the sword i guess or by the axe right, you right. Follow the story bro that was fucking awesome i love it isn't it a
1: crazy story very interesting i like, mean when you think like, about like you think it says like it sounds like a tv show
0: or a fucking novel dude but like this is history yeah this yeah i mean that really happened you know i mean it's it's nuts it's it's really it's really kind of crazy how it all went down and You know, the fact that, you know, I I really think about this Dauphin who at the time was probably in his early 20s or maybe 20 years old. Yeah, he was probably already baking the idea of taking revenge. And guess what? What? Our boy, the Dauphin, he, uh, let's say that he ascends really high in the world because... Don't tell me. Our boy, the Dauphin, goes on to become... Charles the seventh, King of France. No, wait. Oh, he becomes the king. He becomes the king. Oh man. So he this succeeds Charles the sixth, and eventually of he goes on. He becomes the king. Like, he, of course, he pulled off a beautiful
1: fucking assassination. Like, yeah. he killed John the
0: Fearless. He was a figure, right right? You know, what's very interesting in all of this is that it's really a very tragic end for a boy, John, because John, he, he thought that he had it all. He had the can in the bag. He killed off Louis. You know, the crazy thing is that history ends up favoring Louis because I'm sure many of you have heard this name Louis before. Check this out. Charles VI, eventually the Dauphin becomes Charles VII. The guy who succeeds Charles VII, Mm. Louis the Tenth, right. So so eventually, you know, the, the names H- Louis the Fourteenth, Louis the Sixteenth, a couple hundred years later in France, those names. Why? Because the the House of Orleans, the Louis family name, still stayed. You see what I'm saying? It still yeah. These yeah, names were, were these, like so, immortalized like So that. unfortunately, the legacy of John the Fearless. I mean it's not that it's completely dead he continued; his family continued to have power for years and they did have yeah, people but he ended up being the king but his his enemy his rival always ended up in power and never John for a long time Yeah, and he yeah. just was like yeah it's okay man don't worry about it like we'll just call a truce <laughs> and we'll fight together and then crack nah son i never forget fucking chopped him in half the north remembers in in your own i guess their own way or in something. their own way in the french style yeah. <laughs> Beautiful story, man. It's really <laughs> Beautiful interesting. Story. Yeah. It's uh it, yeah, it's uh it's really a good one. I I really enjoyed this, man. I really enjoyed talking about this dude. He's uh again kind of a manipulative douche, but I mean, if we really think about it, they were all manipulative douches in this time period, but it's just fascinating to think about how these you know, how this guy's fate just It is, it just, is. It all came full circle eventually, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Eventually this feud this blood feud with Louis the First haunted him and eventually bought his own demise, you know. To the Cave of Crimes. Yeah, man. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we are definitely gonna continue more of these. I'm very excited, and you know, we're really excited to be able to give we're you guys really more. We're excited of these to do this. Like, and like I said, we're gonna be fo- This, the first part of our series, we're gonna be focused on the Middle Ages. So we are gonna continue with this time period. Does that mean we're gonna continue with France? Potentially, maybe England, perhaps Germany. Why not? Maybe the Ottomans. Who knows? Mm. Maybe we'll go to Africa and see what's going on down there during the Middle Ages. They they have a lot of stuff going on there too. But what's gonna happen is we're definitely gonna stick for this time period. We're gonna go deep into some of the into some more of these juicy, mm. you know, really dramatic and tragic stories of murders and killings. It's gonna especially be of kings brutal. Yeah, it's gonna get better from here. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely have another juicy one for you guys next time. You know we're gonna have another uh, good story, but yeah, you know for, stick around. Stick around for more murder, for more murder, for more brutal assassinations. You know and, in history. Yeah, you know uh, make sure that you don't go around killing <laughs> uh, other people for uh, other people in life. Yeah, homes. especially not like calling truth and building two walls and <laughs> or chopping each <laughs> other's heads with a fucking axe. Or saying you're gonna join a battle and then never show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, All right, boys and girls. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode, Uh, and please join us as we go back in time again and take you to some more gruesome killings and murders, all in this new segment that we call the Fousy Cave of Crimes. And for now, we'll be closing that cave until next week. Until next week, boys and
1: girls. Good night, kids.